0: On this episode of the Dudes and Dads Podcast, we're talking with Jeff Fiennes about being a creative parent. You're listening to the Dudes and Dads Podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts,
1: Joel Demont and Andy Lehman. Andy. Joel. Hi. Hi. How's it going? You know, uh, not bad for a Monday. Monday. It's not Monday. It's not Monday. You're though. on it. You're oh, on it, buddy. You were concerned. I was. You, I you were was like, what? wait, I'm doing <laughs> this wrong. What day? What day is it? Hey, we're doing well, man. We're, uh, we're fully in school mode now. Both oh, yeah. of us, right? Oh, yeah. We both are in
0: full school mode. We are. We're, uh, my kids are all fully back. Yours are all fully back. Fully back. It's
1: let's, let's, let's just be honest. Can we be honest about that? I'm going to be honest about it. I want you to match my level of honesty with your level of honesty about returning to school all right shoot it's glorious it's it absolutely is. It is. glorious
0: i could not have driven those kids to school any faster but you know what though i'm glad that the week was only a half week and not a full week because to ease in. yeah by like thursday it was like pulling teeth to get kids out of bed and yeah it was just yeah every
1: year uh andy we try to start the back to school uh, schedule process sooner. That is, getting bedtimes back earlier and in line with their leaving in the morning. Every time we we feel like okay, we're going to do it this year, and we made a real valiant attempt this year. And I will say it was slightly better, but still, I'm with you. Uh, the kids are not popping quite out of bed like I'd like, I'd like them to. So uh, I don't uh, I, I don't really know what to do other than. A bucket of cold water. A bucket of cold water. Plastic sheets, bucket of cold water. (laughs) Perfect. Kids, until you can get up in the morning, you need to sleep in a swimming pool, because I will be dousing you in the morning. So, but we're back to school. We're grateful for it. We are. And we're wishing all of our educators, all of our bus drivers, all of the people at the schools... uh, just, well, I'm wishing them good luck. That's that's because they're getting my kids, and uh, that's a whole whole range of of things that they're encountering. So, we're grateful for you, teachers. Uh, good luck this year. Hopefully, it's a hopefully it's a normal year. Like yes. it be a, just normal. That's all I'm calling for. Just a normal year. Absolutely.
0: Okay. All right, Joel. So we have had some feedback about a previous episode. It was way, well, not way back, but a couple episodes C- couple back. Of episodes uh, we ago. got the feedback right away, but I f- kind of forgot about it until I was looking through my mail. And uh, I did not want to forget, but our friend Jonathan, Jonathan sent us
1: us in something. And uh, and let me just say, as I was reading through this feedback, Andy, um, the level of insight, the level of care and thoughtfulness that Jonathan offered up
0: uh, unparalleled, quite honestly. Oh, yeah. He uh, he had. Here's his. his, his I'm really talking it up really Here, here's yourself. his feedback so he said i really enjoy listening to your latest episode about colin with colin yoder so reminder colin yoder is the the funeral director mm-hmm. uh, he said i've always wanted to ask him some of these questions as well especially after doing some work as a contractor on their funeral home he is a stand-up guy who is also one of the best dressed dudes and dads around he is dapper, super is. dapper and he agrees he's also a great uh i agree he's also a great teacher of the world Thanks for his interest and insight into his profession. And then he says, I have to say, it's pretty evident why people aren't interested in joining the funeral business. I hear it's a dying industry. That's a hardcore dad joke. Oh, yeah, that's...
1: Uh, Wow, (laughs) Jonathan. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of those things that uh, you... Yeah. Dying Thanks, industry. Jonathan. Well done. Yeah, appreciate you, man. <laughs> well, hey, before we go any further, we always want to thank those people that are helping support this podcast. So the Dudes and Dads podcast is supported by Everance Financial, helping individuals and organizations combine faith and finances through asset management, charitable giving, and other financial services. More at Everance.com slash Michiana. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group, Securities Incorporated, member
0: FINRA, SIPC. Well, thanks, Joel, uh, for that. Uh, tonight we have an interesting guest who uh, comes to us, uh, Jeff Fiennes. So uh, I want to welcome Jeff to the show. Jeff, welcome to the to the show. Here we go, Jeff. Hi, hello, hey, Jeff. Guys. Hi. How's Hi.
1: it
2: going, guys? Can you hear me? All right. We, we can. can.
0: Yes. Thanks. We yeah. can. Very yes. Thanks yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit with tonight about with jeff uh I'm stumbling my words tonight it's a monday right joel <laughs> it's, it's a great day for a monday yeah uh so we wanted to talk with jeff a little bit because jeff is a creative dude and we like creative dudes we're creative we do this podcast we, we kinda, dabble in creativity we think we're creative i guess uh but <laughs> yeah. but jeff is truly creative uh he has been so jeff is the uh, coach he's a creator and a leader who helps other creators and entrepreneurs bring their biggest ideas to life So let's start real quick, Jeff, with your dad's stats. If you can tell us how many kids you have, your wife, what do you do for a living? Those type of things.
2: Yeah. yeah, I have one crazy energetic son. He's three and a half. His name is Hendrix. He's awesome. And he gets back on school or preschool on Tuesday. I'm really looking forward to it. He's been off two weeks. And that's, (laughs) that's long enough. That's long enough. Yeah. uh, So yeah, definitely long enough, but, uh, but uh, yeah, he's a awesome little guy. I've been married to my wife, Catherine, the most beautiful, amazing, awesome woman in the world. She'll she'll probably be listening to this. Attaboy! <laughs> Atta uh We've been married about five and a half years. Uh, we met in California, and now we are living in the Denver, Colorado area. Uh, loving it. Really loving. Uh, just the outdoors, just the community uh, that we're creating out here. Uh, we, as a family, we we love exploring, adventuring, hiking, getting outdoors, being active. My son's really into a lot of sports lately. Uh, really into music and and art classes. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. It's a fun age for us right now as parents.
1: Yeah, and you're uh, you know living up uh, living up the Denver way. Here's here's the honest truth, and I, I know this <laughs> because my brother's out there. Uh, you just get to pick your own weather. That's that's what it is. You just get to decide on any given day: do I want snow? Do I want sunshine? Do I want somewhere in between? Uh, you can just stop in your car and you can just drive to what uh, whatever climate you want, almost. Uh, and uh, it's it's magical. Unfortunately, uh, Jeff, I feel like many people are figuring out the magic of the Denver area, and uh, that's why it costs a bajillion dollars to uh, to live there. So. Hey, I'm just glad you're not homeless, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm just glad you've got a place and you can live because uh, people are figuring it out. Uh, Denver, Denver is where it is at. That that whole area, good times. We try to be out there at least once a year, uh, and and thankfully uh, southwest Southwest flies real cheap from Chicago out to Denver, so it's nice. It's good, good, good. So Jeff, I you know uh, Andy when we were talking about this show, and uh, he was like, dude, you gotta. You got to check, yeah, check this. this out. You got to check this guy out. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> anytime Andy says that I, I listen. Uh, and uh, so I'm, I'm really interested in um, just the idea of, well, just in general, the creativity that you bring to life. Um, and then specifically the idea, because what Andy said, this was Andy's pitch to me. This was how, this is how he said it. He goes, uh, Jeff has done, he's, he's recorded albums for his kid And he's sort of like beastie boys for kids. This is what he, this is what he said. And, and I, and immediately, I don't know, I just went in, I just started, uh, singing sabotage immediately. Uh, just, I didn't just went off the rails real quick, forgot where I was. And I was like that alone right there. I just had a visceral reaction. I said, I need to know more. I need to have a talk with this guy. Let's get him on. And so, and so here you are. So, uh, I just want to know how that whole yeah like well, that yeah, whole let's thing. talk talk
0: about that about yeah. how did you come out uh, with you know the idea of BC boys uh, th- th- that sound and then what you're doing with that to be creative as a parent oh, oh hold on I got him muted oh we technology fails technology fails all right. There we go. Try it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you
2: yeah. go. Sabotage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the uh, <laughs> BC boys for babies, it actually, uh, someone else coined it. So I was in a, I was pitching some of these crazy kids music songs to this music supervisor executive. And she made the comment, Hey, it's like BC boys for babies. What is this? And I was like, I love that. I love that. Mm. So I use that <laughs> when I'm sharing that with anyone else or pitching it, but the music came about, I'm a musician. I, was trying to make it as a musician a long time ago, around undergrad college days, didn't work out. Um, you know, it was the lead singer's fault. I'm the guitar player. I'm always, <laughs> always. singer's fault. The band doesn't work, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, so music was always a big part of my life. But after like these bands of mine n- not working out, got caught up in the real world and corporate America, and just you know, you just get more and more responsibilities. Music. Took a backseat a little bit in my life, but when my wife was pregnant, got me thinking. Hey, I need to bring this music back. This is important to me. I'm passionate about it. It's who I am. It gives me fulfillment and engagement and meaning in my life. And and uh, you know, it, it sparks my creativity. And I want my son to have these values and these experiences too. I want to role model being creative and doing things that I want to do for him and, and just being the best version of myself for my son. So it got me really into music again, listening to all my favorite artists. Uh, I have huge influences like Jimi Hendrix and hip hop and funk and jazz, just, just everything, like just an eclectic mix of stuff. I grew up playing in all these different bands. So when I create music, it's, it's like a mix of everything I love. And I wanted to create music again, but I didn't know exactly how to do it. Luckily when my son was born, he was just freaking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And we we were just cracking up all the time. He has such a funny personality from the get go being new parents we didn't know what the hell we were doing so there was just so many funny experiences and moments and memories and developmental phases and then it clicked like i wanted hey i can capture some of these funny moments into songs and i can that's my outlet i can have a creative outlet writing these crazy songs about my son with music i like and Putting a new spin on kids' music that I think is more authentic and raw and true to the real attitude and swagger and yeah. <laughs> determination and stubbornness of little kids, like growing up. Not the rinky dinky doopy doopy traditional <laughs> kids' music, right? That was driving me crazy listening to. So that's how it came about, and just just naturally, just all the influences that I have and the vocal limitations <laughs> in my singing range. Like most of the songs, I'm kind of rapping or the kind of bluesy ish uh it, it comes out sounding like this hip-hop rock funk mix like bc boys for sure. babies so that's <laughs> that's awesome how it comes about
0: <laughs> that's awesome so uh i've seen your instagram and i've seen your son there with you doing some you know, creating some beats is he involved in the process of when you're creating these albums too
2: yeah i mean he's he's the inspiration right everything stems from something he says or something he does in some way or some stage he's going through some funny uh moments he's going through so he's definitely the inspiration right i couldn't have come up with the song phantom poop without <laughs> that period of time when they're you know near one you think they they have a dirty diaper like you're you're sure they have a dirty diaper, and you go to change them. There's nothing there. It's the phantom poop. right? Oh like,
0: man, absolutely! <laughs> I could
2: never come up with that without without <laughs> him. So any of the stuff, right? So he's the inspiration for sure. But I'm also testing all the songs and melodies and hooks as I'm writing it, just to make sure. You know, he's bobbing his head to it, or the lyrics, he's he's memorizing them a little bit, or he's able to sing them, and or he's singing them later in the car when it's not playing. Like, I know it's catchy. It's that earworm in head. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm testing everything on him. Uh, he's the inspiration. And, yeah, I mean, he loves to hang out when I'm mixing and playing, bang on the keyboard, strum a guitar in the background, or get on the mic and pretend like he's Mick Jagger. He, he loves Mick Jagger. <laughs> and just the high-pitched shrills and screams. So I try to capture him singing some of the songs or adding little parts to them and insert them in surprising places in the songs that add some extra interest, interestingness uh, and catchiness to the songs. But yeah, he's, he's definitely involved in the process. A lot of fun seeing him get into things and seeing what he likes and what he doesn't like. And uh, yeah, he's just, I couldn't, couldn't do it without him.
1: (laughs) So Jeff, when you think about like the other, um, I, Dads that you know, I you know Andy and I. I I mean, the big one, the big reasons that we even do this show is really is like we kind of have this desire for a creative outlet. But you know, as in the life of a parent and the life of a person, you know, as a professional and all of that, it's like your margin for time and creativity and feels that can feel really kind of suppressed in a lot of in a lot of ways. What do you do? You feel like parents, um, cause I, I think everybody's got some level of you know, people. say oh, I'm not creative. I'm not creative. I think everyone has some level or some expression mm-hmm. of creativity in them. Some somewhere. Um, do you feel like, uh, parents, like once they start having kids, they like, it's like they have to suppress that creativity or they, or they kind of push it to the side and then they're like, well, maybe I'll get back to that someday. I mean, does that, does it, and, the, and did you feel that way to a certain degree when you uh, entered into parenthood?
2: Yeah, I think one that does happen to a lot of parents, you just get busier, things are unpredictable, they're hectic, you're tired, you're trying to coordinate things between you and your partner and your kid and, and just other activities. So it definitely becomes harder to express yourself creatively, creatively and then follow your creative passions and pursuits and bring your ideas to life. It's just... There's just not as much time. Your energy can be lower. You're scattered. Uh, for me, it actually almost had the opposite effect. I felt like before my wife was pregnant, I was getting into that rut. Like music was becoming less and less a part of my life. I was doing things that like I should be doing or have mm. to do. Kind of just the day to day regular job responsibilities and you know, I wasn't, I wasn't as committed to my creative pursuits as I am now. And I attribute a lot of that to my son, right? Like that really, for me, at least it sparked something inside of me. It really woke me up. It shook me saying, Hey, like, are you living your values or not? Like, mm-hmm. Are you doing the things you want to do? Are you being courageous? Are you being creative? Are you know, like what, what are you doing or what are you not doing? And to me, that's woke me up and, and almost strengthened my commitment to my creativity, especially after I started doing the music and growing my coaching business. And just when he was around it, uh, yeah, I just, my, my conviction and commitment feels stronger than it's ever been because I am a dad because one, you know, like you want to provide for your family, but two, I want to be a good role model for him. Like I want him mm-hmm. to see that no matter how busy things get or how tired you get or other responsibilities and chaos and unpredictable stuff's happening in life that no, you really can. If you decide to commit to something creative, something that you want to do, whatever it is, whether it's music or a podcast or writing a book or starting a business, like, you can commit to that. You can bring it to life little by little 10, 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, finding the time, creating the time, protecting the time and just trying to build up that momentum to do something meaningful for yourself. So that was really important for me. I wanted my son to see that. So when he grows up, when he wants to do something and it's going to be challenging and it's like, how am I going to do this? I don't have time. Yada, yada, yada. Like, oh, well, my dad, he, he found a way, right? Mm, I can find a way you know, even if it's just not as, even if it's not the ideal situation where I'm just doing a 24 seven, I'm going to find those pockets of time. I'm going to break things down and I'm going to make progress consistently towards like these creative goals of mine. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of my experience with parenting. Just, it really woke me up. And, And I think just with the events of the pandemic and, things going remote. It was just like a huge wake up call mm. and some other family uh, events happened that were traumatic. And it really was like, I don't know, almost like a converging experience where it was just like this big wake up, like, Hey, you got to do those creative things you say you want to do. And you got to live more purposefully with what you're doing and uh, like for yourself. And for your family
1: yeah Mm. it seems that so many times i think we as we as parents as 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 dudes and dads see like when you're we see our kids as a as an obstacle or an impediment to uh, to starting new things or to re-energizing things that are uh that are important to us and and obviously you know i'm always i'm always very very cautious about um you know my my children being the thing like i'm not living for my kids you know it's like but i am mm-hmm. i am trying to lead them and guide them and all the things that you said jeff it's like set examples before them that there's a legacy of intentionality there and that and all of that i but i think so many times it's like the kind of the pop culture uh response to children is is like well uh there goes your life bro uh you know (laughs) and and then maybe maybe you can re-engage in uh when you hit your midlife crisis and you get them all out of the house you can re-engage in all kinds of behaviors that may or may not be helpful to you but uh you know uh, that'll be your time to shine late later on someday someday later and it's like what a wasted i I mean it's just a wasted opportunity i think for so many of us Mm -hmm. as opposed to um and and i would say as i look across the table to andy here i think and when I look at, when I look at like Andy and you and your, your kiddos, it's like you, you guys have all, I think, come together and something that I'm even trying to be more intentional about of saying like, what are all, like, what are we into as a family? And then let's just like experiment with all the different things that, that can be done with, with interests and, and with things like that. And, uh, you know, Andy's, Andy's got, uh, he's a father of five and I'm a, a father of four and, uh, not I don't know so and, it, and not yeah. to not to scare you Jeff and, and I don't know what your f- future family planning plans are. There's yeah. not a single one of my kids that's into the same thing. Not a single no. one. Not a single. Yeah. I, and but, I think you guys are pretty much the same, right? Right.
0: Like, and but I think that you you find the time to to engage each one with something that they like, and so that's one of the things that I liked about what you're doing, Jeff. Is you know obviously your kid is really young, but you're training him up, and and like hopefully he's you know ends up liking music stuff too, but. Either way, you're still kind of you're involving him in this process. And, you know, he's he gets to hang out with you, you know, like you said, sometimes we're doing it. And then it's also about things that he's done or said that kind of involve him in that. And so, yeah, you get creative with however you can to spend time with your kids. And I like it.
1: Yeah. What uh, Jeff is your is you're talking about creativity because obviously there's a there's a and we want to kind of explore the full we want to explore the full realm. Of who Jeff is really here, but uh, yeah. so you've got the you've got the music side, and then so you've really been inspired a lot by uh, by being a dad and th- those whole experiences. But then there's other stuff that you do. So I would like just kind of like yeah. to, for the sake of our listeners and and all of that, like what because uh, you have put together for yourself. Um, well, there's clearly an entrepreneurial spirit here, and so uh, if I know anything about entrepreneurs, you're dabbling, you're dabbling in a lot of things. You got you yeah. got a lot of irons in the fire, as they say. So yep. uh, I'd love for you to tell us about uh, yeah what what exactly is it you do, sir?
2: Yeah, so I I call myself a coach, uh, but like you said, it, it involves a lot of different things. So I uh, I do work with creators and entrepreneurs primarily, and small business owners, leaders that are looking to grow their business or scale their impact, bring more creativity to their teams. Uh, my background is in talent and organization development. So I did similar coaching and consulting and leader development programs and initiatives in the workplace. Now I'm, I'm doing that on my own and just externally. So any given day, it could be like one-on-one coaching. I run a group for creators. Uh, it's a global community called the 30-Day Creative Momentum Challenge. Uh, and this is for busy people um, artists, musicians, entrepreneurs, filmmakers, any anyone with a creative goal that wants to build up a consistent creative practice or make consistent progress on one of these big ideas that they have in their mind that they want to actually make happen. So running that, uh, I do some speaking engagements and workshops, have some courses out there online that people can access uh, with some of my methodologies around creative momentum, uh, where you can really clarify your creative vision for your business or your creative projects, amplify your motivation, create actionable strategies and systems and habits that will... You know, regardless of whatever your situation is, whether you have 10 minutes a day or five hours a day to work on your creative goals, that you can create some momentum deliberately and get to that point where it's inevitable that whatever you're doing is going to happen. Uh, so it's a, a lot of stuff, like you said, uh, but primarily like this, the root, the soul is helping people activate their creativity, feel confident in in pursuing these entrepreneurial ventures and things that no one's really telling them they have to do, but they want to do it. It's meaningful to them. They're overwhelmed. They're unfocused. They're doubting themselves. But, you know, with the coaching and the different programs that I use to partner with these people, they build that creative confidence. They build that action plan. They know they get to that place where they know that their goals are going to happen and, and, and it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, some of my clients are filmmakers, some are like building startups, some are writing books, um, in this group there's musicians, there's someone that I never came across before or this type of person there. They build puppets for oh. movies. <laughs> interesting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you just, it's, it's awesome. I just like to get to connect with the diversity mm-hmm. of people and it's, uh, you know, it's interesting cause we all have, those same struggles uh, and challenges uh, that get in the way of making our creative ideas happen. So it's really rewarding to help people get that momentum and actually have them complete these ideas you know, Yeah. get them out of their head and out the world.
1: Yeah. It, from your experience and what you say, I, I think about the kind of the, the entrepreneurial person, what What do you think is, because there is a particular kind of, uh, there's a skill set for that, but there's a personality that frequently, that, that you know, kind of falls in that line. For the average entrepreneur, what do you think is their uh, their biggest uh, obstacle in taking the next step and whatever they're whatever they're trying to develop? Where do you where do you see the roadblocks happen for a lot of them?
2: Yeah, it's definitely I mean, maybe two things. So one is the the entrepreneurial creative mind. We're naturally generating tons and tons of ideas and options and possibilities. We're generally good at seeing that grand vision. And imagining that and almost experiencing that just in our minds. Like, oh, this is awesome. We could do all these things. It's going to be great. But, you know, like when they go to make it happen, it almost immediately becomes overwhelming, paralyzing. There's too many possibilities, too many options, too many ideas, too many projects going on. There's just the focus, the commitment. Um, It's not there 100% where... You know like and it makes sense like we're creative we want things to be fun and so we may start something for a week and then it gets a little, little bit less fun and then we want to say oh and that's not the one for me like we're going to try this one now and yeah we're jumping across all these ideas and we're not really making meaningful momentum on anything just because we're scattered we're unfocused so that's a uh, kind of the double-edged sword of the creative brain like we're great uh the big picture thinking, generating tons and tons of options and possibilities and ideas, but then when we have to make them happen, it's like, where do we start? Oh, there's ten different things. Oh, this isn't right. Like this isn't right. Oh, right. You know, like yeah. it just becomes a mess. So people yeah. need help with their decision making a bit, mm-hmm. just committing, focusing, and um, and adding just like the right amount of structure and systems to their lives that helps with the momentum and helps complement their strengths and counterbalance it in a if you will. So mm-hmm. that overwhelm that just all over the placeness that is probably the most common thing I see. And then just the next one is just like comes down to the creative confidence or imposter syndrome, right? Like they're taking sure. on they're trying to reach their next level of creative success. They've had some success before, but now they're trying to do this new thing, this bigger thing. And that can be very paralyzing. Like, can I do it? Oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. All these limiting beliefs start coming up and, you know, talk yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of different things, but I think most of them stem from those general um, kind of um, experiences psychologically.
0: Yeah. So what happens when, let's say your kid, Hendrix gets old enough that he's like, hey, dad, stop. Like, I, I, I'm embarrassed <laughs> by you now because you're creating yeah. all this song, you know, stuff about me. Um, It's like that whole, like, you know, like, I'm going to show them the video or, you know, I'm going to show them pictures of you when you're younger. Like, you can do that with your songs. But like, what happens then? Like, if he gets to the point where he says, hey, dad, I want you to stop. Like, is there something else that you've got planned maybe that you can ch- switch out this with and do something different?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's, I always think about that. I'm always wondering how old is he going to be when he's like that? <laughs> Come on, man! That's too many songs about me. It's getting personal. My friends are hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> We're you are following me on Instagram. This is embarrassing. Man. Like, come on. Yeah. So I'm. Only, I wonder when that's going to be. But um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. I'm. Try, I'm trying to fit in as as much now as possible with that, and then um, when that does happen, you know, who knows what he's going to be into. But I see myself, you know, shifting more into a facilitator or trying to coach him, help him do some creative things himself, right? Like maybe I become more of a behind the scenes producer mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. he's doing, or maybe I'm producing some of his albums or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it's going to look like, but for me, I think also though too, like just personally, I still will be creating music. Sure. Um, I haven't been in, in a band for a bit, uh, but i um, something i'm going to get into again soon um but yeah i mean music is just always going to be part of my life now so it may just shift into creating music for other mediums or maybe podcast themes or, yeah. or maybe just, yeah. uh, who knows who knows yeah but I'll, I'll be playing i'll be jamming and creating myself still in i some think way.
1: i think at bare minimum we'll uh, we'll just hope for that hendrix is uh musically gifted and uh just a a dad son band. I I was, I I just started, I just started today following this. It was on, it was on one of my feeds on Instagram. Uh, there's a, there's a guy, he, he's a, he's a, he's a grown adult and he has parents that I would put, I would put them in their, mm, we'll say early sixties. Um, Uh he, he, he started his own family band he taught his mom to play the drums and taught his dad to play in like in their later years. T- t- taught oh, him to play, right. he's a guitar player and vocalist and dad learned to play the the bass and they cover their uh, like their Instagram feed is them covering these classic rock songs <laughs> and it is it's That's a cool. banger. It and when like mom the deal is dude, uh I think she had I think she had drum like she had a drummer's uh, a drummer's heart her entire life, which I just, just goes to show you, like these things can be suppressed in a person, you know, and it was, I mean, she's well, you know, like at the age that normally somebody would not be taking up a new instrument. And, uh, here she is, man, she's just rocking out. And, uh, and I, and so, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's, uh, that's a thing. So for some of our listeners, you're like, uh, it's never too late. It's never too late to start. And, uh, maybe, uh, maybe just you shift, uh, you shift gears a little bit later, but yeah, that was, I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, you
2: got to send me the link. I will. I will. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll definitely send it to you. I was, <laughs> I was just like, I was like, this is for real. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I think you know, if uh, well, here you know, since uh, since uh, we've got, we do have a coach on the show. I think the other, the other important question is for people that are out there, Jeff, that say, hey, I'm just, I'm not creative. I'm not creative. I don't, I don't have a creative bone in my body. I'm just just boring. I'm lame. I'm just, uh, just me. And And that's it. Um, do you think that there is some sort of, uh, we'll call it an exercise or an explore, an exploratory, uh, exercise or, or something that someone could go into to to find their creativity because we are kind of operating from the assumption that everyone has some
0: some sort of creative sort of creative a,
1: yeah. thing going on or capability. Uh, for the person that maybe is trying to explore that a little bit, uh, what would you what would you put out to them? What would you recommend? Suggest maybe something that they could try.
2: Yeah, so I think first you want to shift your mindset. So My belief is everyone is creative. It's not a question of whether or not you're creative. It's just, it's more, it comes down to how are you creative? So some people may be naturally gifted at the big picture, crazy idea, thinking lots of ideas, a lot of options generating, but then some people may be better at developing ideas or building off the ideas of others or other people may be skilled and creative in a way where they're gifted at selling ideas. So first, like the creativity, it's not the stereotypical thing. This wild and crazy person that does art or music or writing, like creativity is an orientation and it can be applied to any domain. And it's, it's really just more how you approach life and work, right? You're trying to, Mm
0: -hmm. you're
2: trying to like see new possibilities for what something could be you're looking for more opportunities to do something better or different or add new value so like anyone can do these things right it's just that frame of mind of how you're approaching mm-hmm. whatever it is you're doing it's like how can i do this differently how can i have more fun with this how can i be more original like what you know and maybe even too just like how can i add my own personal spin to this how do i infuse this with my own authenticity and bring my personality to life so it doesn't mean you have to be musical or artistic or you know you're naturally gifted at sculpting right it's just like it's it's more that orientation so that's the first thing mm-hmm. second there are some practical things you can get into uh like around exploring your passions and strengths uh, just being really self uh, reflective around what are you curious about? What are you naturally interested in And things that you want to learn about or want to develop? Not like that you should, right? Like that's, if you want to ask yourself, what do I want to do? If you just keep asking yourself, what do I truly authentically want to do? You're going to get to some part of you where you want to express yourself creatively, creatively, Mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of us are conditioned in this should like, oh, I should do this and I need to do that and I have to do this and just, you know, react to life instead of be proactive and authentic. So that's another frame of mind. One practical tool out there that anyone can explore is, you know, taking something like the Strengths Finder, uh, the Gallup mm-hmm. Strengths Finder. This will give you a report on like your top five strengths uh, given, you know, everyone has a, a unique set of top five strengths and these can give you clues as to what energizes you, where your talents lie, where your creativity can be expressed. So I would recommend, uh, doing something like that as well. But yeah, I mean, everyone is creative in my, in my standpoint, it's not a matter of whether or not it's how, so like you have those talents, you have certain skills that you're good at and energize you that's the pathway towards uncovering like your own creativity.
0: Gotcha. Well, Hey, um, yeah, oh. I, I think, I think everyone is creative too. And I appreciate your, um, what you just said there as far as how to develop that. Cause I think a lot of times people don't necessarily realize that they are creative or can be creative. Uh, you know, they leave that to the, those of us who would do like creative arts type things like podcasting and music and photography and things like that. So, uh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, uh, as we like
1: to, uh, as we wrap up every uh, interview, we we can never let a guest leave our presence uh, in person (laughs) or virtually uh, without uh, subjecting them to uh, the end of uh, the end of our show segment. So here we go. Now it's time for the Dudes and Dads Pop Quiz.
0: All right, all right, all right. So if you've never joined us, the pop quiz is just a time where we just... Pepper Jeff with some questions that Pepper. Come, I, I'm grabbing my questions out of this deck right here. Uh, the pod decks uh, it's <laughs> questions. Joel's got some on his paper, so I'll go ahead and go first. Um, oh, this is Joel. This is the one that we always get that I I'm, love, I'm skipping that okay, one. Okay. Bingo. Uh, some of them are, Some of
1: the questions are really quite honestly, Jeff. They're a little dark. They're yeah. a little dark and we're just trying to we're trying, <laughs> we're trying to keep to, it
0: peppy, <laughs> trying to keep it upbeat and peppy. So, all right. I so what, what, what book belongs on everyone's bookshelf?
2: Yeah, so we're talking about creativity. The thing that got me on my pathway this connected with music, creativity, living the good life is flow, the psychology of optimal experience by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And so if you look him up on Amazon or just look up that book, his last name is only one weirder than my last name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid, solid. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, hey, what's the best trip that's as far as travel is concerned that you have ever been on?
2: Yeah. The best trip was before my son was born. My wife and I did about a 15, 16 day trip across Italy. So we went to Rome, went to Positano on the Amalfi Coast, Florence, Venice. It was amazing. Just so much good food, so much good wine, good grappa, good limoncello, Mm. really Mm. awesome people. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was an amazing
0: experience. All right, all right. So, who would play you in a movie? Oh, yes. <laughs> who would play me in a movie? That's a good question. Never thought
2: about that. I would, uh, who's out there these days? Maybe, oh man, who would, I just, I'm not up to speed as much as I should be. Maybe, um, no, okay. Maybe, maybe uh, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, good one. That tracks. I like it. I like it. Um, Jeff, if you could name your favorite grocery item while shopping locally, what
2: would it be? Favorite grocery item? I gotta get the ground beef.
1: I love burgers. Oh, he's a meat man. You know, so take whatever <laughs> take again It make it tracks. It makes sense. But, uh, you know, take whatever you will. You're like, oh, Jeff, he's one of these creative types. I bet he's into soy. No, no. Uh, <laughs> thank the, you into the beef. Yeah. Thank you so much for
0: the beef. That's <laughs> yeah, great. That's yeah, great.
2: Gotta, gotta, gotta have the burgers.
0: All right. So what do you value most in your friends?
2: Most in my friends is authenticity. I like to see people's vulnerabilities, I like to see what they're really into. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to try to encourage that and my friends too. just live an authentic meaningful fulfilling life that's what i look for is that integrity
1: Mm, good 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 uh all right jeff uh if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone all but three apps (laughs) from your smartphone which ones would you keep and uh and and maybe these three apps have changed your life maybe or maybe not but what, what are you keeping
2: yeah. So I'd, I'd keep the voice memos app. That's where I capture a lot of my song ideas, and notes to myself when I'm playing with my son or out and about and I want to capture a funny saying or experience that I can use in a song or just general notes to myself about what I'm trying to do. So voice memos is one. Um, I guess another one would be just gmail (laughs) that's fair (laughs) Um, and then what else what else is on there those two probably would be my primary ones let me just look at my phone real quick oh yeah probably um probably Probably HBO Max, just so I can watch some shows. There we go. Just an occasional tired. show. That's good.
0: That's good. All right. So my last question for you. Which band or artist, dead or alive, would play at your funeral?
2: Yeah, it's gotta be Jimi Hendrix, my number Ooh. one all-time favorite musician and innovator. Um definitely would love to bring him back from the dead so he could play when I'm dead. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, Jimmy.
1: Okay, so my final question here, uh, Jeff. As a child, what did you want to be when you grew up?
2: Always wanted to be a rock star. I always wanted to play music and guitar. Um, can't pull it up right now, I don't think. But um, yeah, there was just funny picture of me as a baby holding a little plastic guitar, just. <laughs> I mean, like I'm doing like i just played awesome guitar solo but uh yeah i always wanted to be out creating writing music playing uh, just uh, having fun innovating in some way so we'll see uh, we'll see how far I can get with the crazy kids music. Uh, it might be as a smaller audience, but uh, it's, uh, it's still fun. It's, you're, it's still, you're still living the, the dream, man. You're
1: still living the dream. Well, Hey uh, Jeff, congratulations. Yeah. You have successfully completed the dudes and dads pop kids. Way, nice, way it. to go. Way to go. Uh, Where can people find you at? Yeah, Jeff, give us all the details where people can connect with you. And we will, by the way, as always, we will put all this info in the show notes over at DudesAndDadsPodcast.com on this episode. But uh, yeah, tell us about where people can connect with you.
2: Sure, sure. So my website, jefffians.com, is a great place to find me and more about my coaching programs and services uh, for my music I'm on Spotify. I'm on Instagram. I'm create under the artist name, Mr. Boo Daddy. So look that up. Uh, there'll be some links there. Uh, love <laughs> you'll it. You'll see a crazy rock and roll ghost actually originated from, and Mr. Boo Daddy name actually originated from my high school, like AOL instant messenger name. Nice. So
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Brought it back uh, that's a throwback. I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I don't even yeah. know where it came from back then, but yeah. So Mr. Boo Daddy's is uh, where you can find my music. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, if you're interested in exploring your creative side and bringing some more creative, uh, bring more creative outlets or a project to life, something you have in your head or your heart that you want to make happen that you've been putting off, check out this course uh, on Domestica. It's called How to Achieve Your Creative Goals. Super affordable, but it's really a powerful course uh they'll introduce you to some of the systems and coaching tools i use and if you put it into action you will be on the way to making something a meaning meaningful happen for yourself so that domestic course how to achieve your creative goals but uh yeah that's that's where you can find me and uh shoot me an email shoot me a message i love to interact with everyone if you have a funny song idea something crazy (laughs) your kid's doing let me know. Take a video of Take a picture. Just share the hook with me, maybe. I'll spark something inside me and I'll make it a song but <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> awesome. yeah just uh, yeah, connect with me I'd love to I'd love to hear from you
1: <laughs> awesome awesome well as always guys we thank you for uh, checking us out on yet another episode and uh, you can head over to dudesanddadspodcast.com for all the juicy details on every episode and uh, dudesanddadspodcast at gmail.com for any, uh, any show ideas feedback all that good stuff uh, we'd love to hear back from you we do. so Uh, don't be
0: afraid to reach out. Yes, uh, Joel, and we love our voicemail to you, so 574-213-8702 is our voicemail number. Uh, Until next time, guys, grace and peace.